Hi and welcome to our podcast It Matters with Zara Raj Parwal. Hi and welcome to It Matters. Everybody is discussing different diets, but a far more important issue that affects everybody is not being discussed. I'm talking about nutrition. To understand some basics about nutrition, I have with me Dr. Vibhusha, who is a clinical nutritionist and is going to give us some free tips. Hi Vibhusha and Hi, welcome Zara. to It Matters. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. I wanted to start with the difference between a nutritionist mm-hmm. and a dietitian. Yes, uh, this is a very important question uh, because most of us don't know that there yeah. are these two streams. So basically uh, a nutritionist is one who looks at the person or the person who uh, she is consulting as a individual right because uh, as all of us are different we have a different fingerprint we have a different heredity uh, our biochemical profiles are totally different absolutely so a nutritionist looks at the root cause of any particular health complaint or any particular disease which that person has right so studying his or his or her full lifestyle uh, we can identify what kind of deficiencies might be present which are causing that disease and so you cater the entire food structure for that person yes yes okay. and certain instructions for uh, his or her healthy lifestyle also because right. along with food everything nurtures us right so Absolutely. nutrition is not just the food which we eat but it is our environment it is the exercise which we do or do not so it everything nourishes us so having a holistic view of the whole person's whole lifestyle is uh, nutrition uh dietetics is mostly limited to the calorie counting and you know how much calories that person needs but the calories do not cover the nutrients required that by that Absolutely. person so we try to address the root cause of any particular complaint if we're talking about a uh, lot of people hmm. what is to start a good day you know hmm. you need all the energy you yeah. you actually need good food to be ingested to yes. last you through the entire day yes. so what are some of the do's and don'ts that you recommend for first thing in the morning so first and most important is don't skip breakfast <laughs> because you know uh, we are so uh, in a rush in the morning a lot of millennials are not going to agree with you <laughs> but yeah. let's hope they're listening yes let us hope and at least they listen to what we are trying to say absolutely So firstly don't skip breakfast because uh, see there are certain there is a clock inside of us you know everyone has that clock which is called as a circadian rhythm so uh, whenever we wake up in the morning the efficiency of our digestive system is at its best and most efficient in the morning so throughout the day so i can eat something sweet and not feel guilty about it yes probably for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> that's the best time then What great tips! I'm going to have a lot more pancakes now. <laughs> yeah, that's the best idea for breakfast, actually. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. What are the don'ts? Like something I should avoid in the morning? Uh, rather than what you should avoid, so basically we want to kickstart the day, right? We want to feel energetic throughout the day. We want to feel fresh. So the uh, most important component of breakfast should be a protein meal. Okay. so it can be uh, in the form of dairy or it can be some sprouts or if you have an egg or if you have some boiled chicken it can be anything but it should be a high protein breakfast okay. along with some fiber so protein gives you strength 
Right. And if you have some fiber with it, it gives you the stamina to feel energetic and fresh throughout the day. So right. fiber can be in the form of a fruit or it can be in the form of maybe some uh, boiled vegetables or stir fried vegetables. So protein combined with uh, any form of fiber is the best idea for a breakfast. Now you brought up two uh, sugar mm. and dairy. Mm. These have been spoken about a lot by yeah. dietitians. And there are a lot of misconceptions yes. about it. These are like the most controversial, controversial to talk about. Days, yeah. Why don't we talk about dairy? Hmm. If we should include it in our diet hmm. and how much should be included? Yes. Uh, see, as a nutritionist uh, or my, even my personal opinion, I feel that dairy is a must for us these days. Okay. Because uh, you might have seen that vitamin B12 deficiencies are very, very, very common. common now. Uh, I have been practicing for last almost 7 to 8 years. And what I have seen is whenever I ask people to get their B12 levels checked, 99% of them turn out to be deficient. Wow. Those who are not deficient, their levels are good because they have already taken the B12 supplements or injections earlier. Only their levels are good. Otherwise, everyone, whether you are a vegetarian, non-vegetarian, everyone has a B12 deficiency. Wow. So, among all foods, dairy uh, is the first one and probably fermented foods after that. But dairy is the best source for you to get all of the B vitamins which you require. Okay. In whatever and quantity in, you, which you require. In what uh, state should we be consuming it? Uh, it can be consumed in the form of buttermilk or milk okay. or paneer, curd. And paneer is also great for protein. Yes, it? of course. It's a very good source of protein. So, I would highly recommend dairy. But, th there is one more uh, concern to consume dairy these days. Uh, it's because that mostly we consume either cow milk or the milk which comes from cow or a buffalo, any milk right. product which comes from them. So buffalo milk, I wouldn't recommend anyone to have because it's okay. very high in fats. And okay. because of our sedentary lifestyle, lack of exercise, we are already consuming too many calories and too many fats. So right. buffalo milk is something which should be avoided. Cow's milk, surely we can consume. Okay. But the commercially available cow milk which we have, it comes from the Jersey cows which okay. are like a sort of a hybrid okay and those jersey cows are injected with a lot of antibiotics and hormones to increase the milk production so the okay. residues of these chemicals enter the milk and enter inside of us when we drink that milk and oh. that causes most of the troubles associated with dairy oh wow so we have to be careful of where we are getting our yes. milk from so the and source. what so we yeah. have to do a little investigation yes. on our food. Yes. The other very controversial issue, sugar. Yeah. Should we intake sugar? Mm. How much should we intake sugar? What if someone's trying to lose weight? Mm. Is sugar still something yeah. that must be a part of their diet? How do you see it? I think that uh, whatever lifestyle diseases or even the infections which are very, there are like epidemics these days happening in the monsoon season for yeah. the past 4-5 to five years you must have seen. So I think the most important culprit behind the increase of all these things these days is sugar. This is what I feel. Oh, wow. By sugar I mean the white refined sugar which we have in our home. Which everybody has. Yes, everyone has. Uh, the reason is that white sugar is so bad it inhibits the absorption of all the minerals which we require like calcium or iron it right. inhibits that absorption it causes insulin resistance which makes us you know susceptible to uh, have diabetes early on or have heart disease early on sugar causes hormonal imbalance also 
सो द हॉर्मोन्स लाइक द थायरॉइड हॉर्मोन और इफ यू आर ट्राइंग टू हैव अ चाइल्ड एंड यू आर फेसिंग सर्टन डिफिकल्टीज रिलेटेड टू दैट हॉर्मोनल इम्बैलेंस इज ऑलवेज एग्रेवेटेड इफ यू कंज्यूम एक्सेस शुगर सो इट्स दैट बैड शुगर यू नो वीकन्स अवर इम्यूनिटी ऑल्सो सो वॉट सब्सटीट्यूट वुड यू रिकमेंड वॉटेवर इज नैचुरल इज ऑलवेज सेफ इन अ मॉडरेट अमाउंट सो मे बी इफ वी वॉन्ट टू ट्राई टू रिप्लेस द शुगर इन अवर डाइट प्रॉबली वी कैन ट्राई यूजिंग जैगरी एज अ फर्स्ट स्टेप बिकॉज यू नो वी कैन डायरेक्टली कट डाउन द स्वीट टेस्ट वी आर सो यूज टू दैट सो मे बी वी कैन जस्ट सब्सटीट्यूट दैट विथ जैगरी कट डाउन हनी हनी आई वुडेंट रेकमेंड सो यूज टू बी यूज रेग्युलरली बिकॉज इफ यू हीट हनी It right. is uh, termed as poison. So but honey can be only consumed that, raw. Yeah, but uh, I I know this actually mm. surprisingly that you should not be heating yeah. honey. Yeah. But if you're not using it in something hot, is it mm. something that honey is uh, safe to use? It is safe to use if you are assured of the source. Because okay. a lot of be yeah pure. yeah commercial honey, if you see, if you keep it in your uh, cupboard for like four two to three years, the sugar settles down. Yes. So it's not the real it's honey. It's not pure. Hmm. Right. So if you are assured of the source, certainly. Okay. Um, another issue I wanted to talk about is the proportions of meals. Hmm. Instead of absolutely giving up on food and dieting, you know, harsh diets that are bad hmm. for your body. What are the proportions you recommend for breakfast, lunch, mm. and dinner for an everyday nine-to-five mm. person mm. who's, you know, who gets out of the house is tired by the time they come yeah. home. They yeah. don't feel like eating. Mm-hmm. What do you recommend for proportions? Uh, I would say that breakfast should be ideally the heaviest meal of the day. I did not know that. I thought yeah. lunch was to, supposed to be the heaviest. Yes, lunch is. but uh, a little maybe a similar uh, so breakfast and lunch can contain breakfast a similar amount of yeah okay. calories or the similar so basically we want to be energetic throughout the day right so that right. we have the nutrients in the morning it will give us that energy and you know that strength to sustain throughout the day right so breakfast should be as wholesome as possible why i am saying this because it's a actually it's a very efficient trick because if most of us are working and if we are out of the house throughout the day right. sometimes it is not practically possible for us to carry four to five tiffins with us or uh, sometimes uh, if we have some business meeting or if we want to go out to meet a client the lunch time gets delayed from one to any time between four five yeah. any time so we do not have control over all of this so why not have a very heavy breakfast before you leave home that is something which you can control absolutely right and you can have it fresh you can have it uh, prepare it at home and consume it fresh so that's the best tip you can follow you know so basically uh, many people who come to me they have a basic challenge that i cannot make all these changes to my lifestyle in just one day it is very difficult yes. you know change the lifestyle so this can be the first step so at least try to have a very heavy breakfast so then it is okay if the lunch is skipped or the lunch is delayed or if your body has enough outside. fuel to sustain yeah. itself yeah. uh what about dinner how heavy should the dinner be and what time should we have it <clears throat> dinner should be the i think the most light meal of the day because we are going to sleep <laughs> I, i have so much to change i'm going to go home and change my life yeah. so drastically today yeah. <laughs> actually so what is the ideal time to have dinner uh 2 hours before you sleep so oh, okay yeah so if so, you sleep by say around 11 11:30 so dinner should be before like 9 or latest by 9:30 so that you have sufficient time to that for the dinner to be digested and then you go to sleep 
because there are so many other no, functions. This is very happening. doable. Hmm. Uh, there yes. are people who are having dinner one hour before their bedtime. Yeah. They can just make a little effort and have it an yes. hour early. Yeah. And uh, it should be light. Hmm. What should it consist of? So for the dinner to be light, uh, I'm not asking you to starve, right? So you should right. feel full and happy and satisfied after you have your dinner. So the best uh, idea here is have a very fiber rich meal because if you have a high fiber dinner, the calories are quite low, right? but the fiber content gives you a feeling of satisfaction and fullness. So lots right? of greens. Yeah, lots of greens or lots of vegetables with that or even uh, typical Maharashtrian foods like you know, Jawar Bhakri maybe or uh, What about rice? I recommend rice. I love rice. Oh really? Yeah, I hate chapati this is and I love rice. another misconception yeah. that you should not have rice at yes. night. It's okay if you're having it in small proportions yes. and you're so, having it systematically. Yeah, see basically it's about the balance, right? Absolutely. So even though rice is, you know, a lot of carbs, if you consume organic rice, if you consume rice which is hand pounded, right. which is not polished, then it has a lot of nutrients along with it. It, ha it has a lot of fiber. You know, I'm noticing that one thing that you have uh, insisted on all mm. through is that we should know the source of our food. Yes, yes. And because the lifestyle is so fast nowadays, we don't. I'm picking up the first thing I find yeah. in a grocery Sometimes store. Sometimes practical also, it's not possible. Yeah, we don't have but I think just that one day when you're going mm. grocery shopping mm. is something you should find out where yes. that food is coming from. Yes. That will help we a lot. Be aware. Uh, I want to know, in your opinion, mm. what are the effects of extreme diets? Mm. There are lots of diets in the yeah. market and some of them are very, uh, let's just say they're difficult. Mm. <laughs> How do you see it in long run? How does it affect the body? Uh, before I answer that, just one thing which I would like to say is your diet is not something which you will be following for one month or two months. Right. You will be eating as long as you are alive, right? Yes. So a diet should be something which you can sustain throughout that lifetime. So you don't recommend people who go on a three-week diet mm. and a, a two-week diet, those you know extreme juice yeah. diets. Do you recommend those or do they work? Ideally, I wouldn't recommend because uh, we are not, first of all, we are not used to, you know, doing a very crash yeah. diet. So it's like a little bit of a mental stress for us that yes. uh, there are so many restrictions which I, you know, have to follow. Uh, I had once tried to do that when I was experimenting on myself, right. I was learning. So uh, whatever things I loved, which I had to avoid during that time, I had the most, you know, craving, craving for, yeah, for that in that it time. It happens. Yeah, I've exactly. Been there. Exactly. So if you are so much stressed that I have that craving and I cannot eat that, that creates such a huge uh, stress on our minds, right? Yeah. So already we have so many stresses around us. There is a financial stress, our work stress, whatever it is. So why add on that to that? Absolutely. So it's always better to, you know, do a consistent diet which you can follow regularly every day. I wanted to ask you uh, your opinion on detoxifying this mm. is a word that we hear in media all the time yeah, every time but i don't think there's enough clarity on what mm. it means and how to do it yeah see so detoxification literally means getting rid of the toxins right and these days there are so many toxins which enter inside of us right so it's because of the polluted air the uh, food which we eat, it is all grown chemically. There are so many chemicals used. So all of their residues enter the food. The water which we drink is chemically treated. So those chemicals come with that water. Wow. Um, these days we have to rely on a lot of medicines because even simple painkillers also, we take so many of them these days. Yes. 
so all of these medicines have their toxic residues which uh, stay inside and uh, these this is something which is external uh, but there is a, there are a lot of chemicals which are produced internally also oh. mostly because of stress so which we call like premature aging you know we see a lot of hair fall we see a lot of diabetes happening very early so that is all happening because we are aging inside prematurely so all those chemicals which are synthesized inside of us because of that uh, extra stress uh, these are all accumulated through the years so there is some point of time where if we want to stay healthy and if we want to prevent any illness we should get rid of those toxins okay so getting rid of those toxins is detoxification okay but i feel that uh, going on a 10 day detox diet or a one month detox diet is not sufficient because all of these toxins are going to be uh, entering every day right? right we will be facing all of them every day so we should have some uh, elements in the diet or some uh, modify some aspects of our lifestyle where we can uh, have that detoxification every day okay we should be able to enhance our efficiency of detoxification because it has to happen every day so what what are some of the things i can intake every day that helps mm. me de- detoxify my toxins uh there are few foods in the diet uh which nourish our liver because liver is the only organ inside our body which can neutralize any toxin which enters inside okay okay so having liver nourishing foods is your best strategy to detox okay mm. so uh, there are a lot of uh, foods which have a very uh, pungent odor like uh, cabbage capsicum okay. onions garlic these typical foods they are they are sulfur rich foods and they have their peculiar smell because of those sulfur compounds so uh, those foods are the best foods to have for a healthy liver so actually what i'm understanding from our mm. conversation is all the things that you are recommending mm. are very easily around us they're not yes. expensive mm. they are not you know you don't have to go to special shops but we just have forgotten how good yeah. these yeah. are for our we body we have forgotten their value yeah right this is something our grandmothers mm. would always insist on and yeah. is why they were so much more healthier than us one more aspect why they were so much healthier is the kind of food they consumed yes. right earlier before maybe uh, 50 years or 70 years ago the food which was grown it was most of it was grown naturally or whatever chemicals were used they were used in a much lesser amount than they are today right right so the root the base of our health or the base of everything which we do is the food and i think we should also be careful about the kind of food which we consume if we can try to consume organic food if we can try to consume chemical free food then that is like the easiest way for us to stay healthy right absolutely i and am this is something that you especially need to do if yeah. you have kids at home of course because they yeah. still growing up yes i'm going to get some free tips from you uh let's talk about some tips you would give to pregnant women during pregnancy that they should do and shouldn't do hmm uh for pregnancy i think before you prepare for a pregnancy it is the best time to do a detox okay. right because most of the toxins which are there inside of us these chemicals these days they are so let us say sticky that they bind our genetic material also oh, and okay. if you are loaded with toxins because if you have habits like smoking or if you are going to pass it to yeah, your child yeah you are going to pass it to your child also Absolutely. all those chemicals are going to be passed on so before you are trying to have a child ensure that 
you have a chemical free lifestyle your whole body is as far as possible it is free from chemicals and even throughout the pregnancy this is something which you know go natural as much as possible overall with your overall lifestyle that is one thing which is i think very important and some don't that they absolutely absolutely should avoid during hmm. pregnancy or before pregnancy uh if you have uh, are having trouble to conce- even conceive a child uh some things related to food which you need to avoid is first and foremost is the alcohol intake for right. both the would be mother and the father and this is something right? i think even uh, doctors physicians tell mm. you that avoid alcohol if you're trying to get pregnant yeah. and especially if you are pregnant yes, it's because a big it no. uh, hampers your brain functioning the brain development it hampers oh, wow. and if you are having given a trouble uh, difficulty you know conceiving uh, it uh, hampers the sperm count and the sperm motility also it's that bad wow. so at least in that period alcohol is something which has to be avoided and with respect to the foods any food which contains artificial food color uh, okay. which contains food preservative uh, these are the two foods which we call as teratogens so basically it can mm-hmm. cause cancer to the fetus oh wow mm-hmm. so that is something which has to be strictly avoided okay uh, a tip you would give for families that have young children in mm-hmm. their house a do that they must include yes. in their food and a don't uh for families who have young children firstly you need to set an example for your kids right that's a very so, good point yeah. everybody wants their kids to eat green vegetables but they are not doing yeah. it so, so the kids basically they imitate us i have a one year daughter right now so, so she is copying you yeah exactly Absolutely. so she will be copying everything i do how i speak what i eat how i behave so it's very important for me to have better habits if i want yes. expect her to have you know better uh, habits so that is the first important thing uh, the second important thing is give try to uh, whenever your uh, kids are weaning from milk and you are introducing new foods try to introduce uh, to them as much variety as possible so if your kids like banana don't give them banana every day try to introduce a lot of different fruits as many tastes as you can Right. of course do it gradually not one fruit every day and you know go on changing so <laughs> don't much shock your child yeah, don't shock them yeah but at least introduce them even a right. pinch full of a different taste is uh, sufficient for the child to get introduced to that taste so introduce as many flavors but as many tastes as isn't possible isn't this also good so that later on you don't have a very fussy child yes of course because i very... know parents who get worried so they keep giving the child yeah. what they want and they have very fussy children yes. like by the time they're six yeah this is a very important question one more reason why uh, ch- children are fussy these days because at a very young age even after just uh, the kid is a few month old we introduce the first taste which we introduce is sweet and mostly using sugar wow right so sugar is something which you should totally avoid giving your child till he is at least 1 year old okay don't even uh, mix the milk with sugar you can add uh, like a paste made out of dates or maybe you can add a little bit of jaggery there is even no, no need to add any sweet taste because the kids are used to it they yes. do not they, they are, don't they know do any not, difference yeah exactly they don't know the difference and they have uh, they are not born you know with a taste perception it develops as they right. uh, their age increases so uh, cut down the sugar as much as possible because that is the uh, most important cause of having picky ch- picky eaters or you yeah. know having very fussy, fussy children or even yeah. hyperactive children yes so if you cut down the sugar that makes a lot of difference 
what would you say the best advice or tip would be for people who have diabetes and mm. an absolute no no for them uh for diabetes uh, everyone knows that uh, we should cut down sugar yes right but that is uh, only a way to keep the sugar levels in control after you have diabetes right right but uh, if you are having diabetes it means that there are a lot of underlying deficiencies that is the reason why you have that health issue in the first place so try to overcome that de- those deficiencies right so those deficiencies can be overcome of course with the help of a healthy diet along with that you need to manage your stress along with that you need to exercise every day so look at it with a you know very holistic uh, view not uh, it's a lifestyle bas- change lifestyle change yeah. basically most uh, people who come to me for a consultation they feel very happy that you know i am doing something for diabetes when they just cut down sugar right but it's not sufficient it is something which you have to do but uh, it's just a first step towards managing uh, diabetes so uh, try to modify your diet uh, there are a lot of efficient uh, effective foods with which you can keep your diabetes in control without even taking medicines okay so it is the diet is that effective in okay. case of diabetes uh, also one more thing is people use uh, because they want that sweet taste and they have to avoid sugar people use a lot of artificial sweeteners right uh, like uh, there are I, the the ones that sweeten but they say that they are not sweet yeah, okay yeah the ones which are t- which taste uh, sweet but uh, they right. do not contain sugar there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of them on the market yeah. yes so but they consume uh, they you know they confuse uh, your uh, hormonal machinery inside the okay. insulin producing cells they confuse those cells because the cells sense that there is a sweet taste but there is no sugar so there is a lot of confusion inside and they also cause a lot of side effects if consumed for mm-hmm. a long term so go for natural sweeteners so that is the very important thing for diabetics now this is something that's applicable to most millennials and mm. a lot of hard working people yeah. snacks that they can carry with them or something when they out because everybody is going for the junk yeah, food the you know something that's right there mm. on the street or yeah. you know what would you recommend something they can carry in mm. their dabbas mm. or that they can get in restaurants that is a healthy substitute yeah. for snacks see mostly snacking occurs in the evening yes. like 5 to 6 pm that is the you know period when we feel hungry and we have a craving for you know very spicy food or uh, when most often we are outside and we do not do not have any access to food so if you are outside and if you are not carrying your tiffin uh you can have very simple things like nariyal pani huh? okay. there are a lot of uh, healthier options available these days for yogurt there are different flavors yes. so it tastes good and it is quite filling so you can try and to have a yogurt whenever you are it's outside. almost like a dessert now yeah it's like it's a dessert it's very tasty yeah very tasty it is filling it is healthy so uh, that is one option which you can have buttermilk is a better option or a better substitute and if you can carry something from home uh, there are things like you can carry boiled sprouts if you like okay. which are quite healthy which is filling you can make a chaat out of it to make it tasty yeah i was just going to ask what about people who like spicy stuff yeah, so chaat they can make with sprouts and that's yeah. very healthy yeah that's very it has healthy, a little bit of onion a little bit of everything yeah, actually everything Uh, also one more option is uh, there are a lot of uh, puffs available these days right uh, made from jowar or made from uh, any other cereal uh, even popcorn is a healthy meal so oh i didn't know that 
Yeah, it's just puffed maize, right? So there are no chemicals. So while if you're uh, just watching a movie with your kids and all, you do recommend yeah, that. Yeah, it's can the have best finger food you can have. Oh, that is good news. <laughs> I have packets See, so of diet. popcorn at home. Yeah, that's the best thing to Because have. That's, yeah, every time you are having a movie night. Yeah. See, so basically the uh, or my approach or even the principle of nutrition is you don't need to consume bland food. You don't need to consume a very uninteresting and boring looking food for a healthy diet. Right. You can have consume very tasty food, and you know you can enjoy all the aspects of a nutritious, healthy meal Variety. with the taste. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Vibhusha, for talking to us. Um, I do want to say, if you have any special health concerns, then I would recommend that you find a nutritionist and get a diet plan that is specific to your needs. You can also follow Vibhusha on her YouTube channel, where she gives very, very informative and useful tips for everyday life with things that are easy to find. You can find her on social media as well. We give too much importance. to how skinny we are or how we are looking but in the end the only thing that's important is our health and the health of your loved ones so please pay attention to the nutrition in your food because it matters